against God. Yes. You look at Pharaoh. What happened to Pharaoh? Pharaoh turned against God and turned against God and turned against God. And every time he chose not to believe, his heart got harder. This world is full of people that have chosen not to believe in God. Yes. And every time they choose not to believe in God, their hearts get harder. Amen. And their hearts get harder. And they're harder to reach, and harder to believe, and harder to have faith, and harder to have faith, and harder to have faith, and the day will come when they can't have faith because their heart is too hard. That's right. And this is what he was talking about in this text. Not that, that God was rejecting them, but they were simply rejecting God. <coughs> it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing for people to live in outright out. Right rebellion to the word of God. Knowing what the Bible says and living their own life because judgment will come. Amen. Amen. And they will pay for their judgment. Amen. They will pay for their rejection. Their hearts will be hard. Now, we see the rejection in this text, the, the two different uh, the two different attitudes towards Christ. Then we also see those <clears throat> not only do we see that they rejected him and it was prophecy and they had judgment, but also they were blind. The Bible says he had blinded their eyes. They couldn't see it. They couldn't see Jesus as being king. They couldn't see Jesus being the one who fulfilled prophecy. They just simply couldn't see it because their hearts were too hard. You know, there are people who hear the gospel and they have turned from the gospel. I worked with a guy who was a proclaimed atheist. Uh, for three years I worked with him. And I don't know that I did every day, but probably once a week I planted the seed. God, and I prayed for him that God would save him, that God would work in his heart. And we talked, and we had Bible discussions, and we had probably sometimes Bible arguments. And I kept planning and I kept praying and I kept praying and I kept praying. I left the job after three years and I moved away. Four years later, this is 2012, 2017, 18, 2018. So sit at nine years, nine years after the day that I met the guy, Guess what he did? He got saved. Amen. Nine years. But you know what it took? He had a hard heart. He had a heart that was turned against God because of the things that had happened in his past. He had a hard heart because of things that were done to him. Right. Right. It's not going to happen in a day. It's not going to happen in a week. You keep playing that seed. You keep telling the word of God. Eventually, their eyes can be opened. It just if they'll just believe. My question is, and I'll move on, but how in, how in the world could they see the miracles of Jesus and watch him look at Lazarus' grave and say, come on out, buddy! And watch Lazarus walk and still not believe. Right. I want to tell you, there's still people that do that today. Though we may not see a literal blind man or a deaf man or a, lame, a, a dead man coming up out of the grave. But we see God's miracles all across us. Right. And 
people still choose. Oh, yeah. I do not true. I don't believe that. Every single answered prayer that you have, guess what? Is a miracle. Amen. You're here this morning at church. It's a miracle. Yeah. You could have been anywhere else. You could have chose to go anywhere else, but you chose to come to church. Yes.
preach for the praise of man, I'll get my reward when I get my praise. Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing it for someone to recognize that you're doing it, you'll get it. You'll get your reward right then. But if you're doing it for the Lord, you may not get the praise on this earth. Man, did you see what they did? Now, there will be people in heaven. Um, there will be people in heaven. I, I firmly believe this. Who will come up to you and say, thank you. What did I do? One day, you gave money an offering, and I got saved. One day, you told the story of Jesus, and I got saved. One day, you handed out a track. I picked it up, and I got saved. No, you did not get the praise down here, and everybody applauded for you, and everyone shouted for you. But in heaven, you will get the praise. God will get the praise for what's done. Yes, I firmly believe that there will be rewards given to those who just did it silently and never. Never got the praise of it. Right. These people believed, but they did not want to follow Jesus because they wanted the praise of man more than the praise of God. Listen, if that's stopping you from following Jesus, you've got to recheck yourself. Amen. Right. Who's going to who's going to praise for who's going to give me a clap of praise when I go follow Jesus? What will my family say? What will they think? Who cares? Who gives a flip? <laughs> I agree. But there are some that worry about what others say. And what others say. <laughs> man, they go to church a whole lot, man. Don't you think that they ought to do something now? <laughs> Worried about the praise of man or the praise of God? Like, I, I haven't even made it to my message yet. I'm going to get there, though. What's your attitude? A rejection? Or receiving or believing. But I would pray and hope that it's not this believing here that says, I don't want anybody to know. You ought to wear it and shout it from the household that Jesus has saved you. Not worry about the praise of man. Don't worry about the praise of God. And there are times, <coughs> there are times in this life we won't share the gospel because we're worried about what some others might say. It's called a cancel culture. Worried about someone's silenceness. Christian, what is what is your attitude towards God? Number one, now we make our way into the teaching part. Jesus taught them some things, and he teaches us some things here in, in John chapter 12. Uh, verse number 44, he ends the chapter with just some simple thoughts. I'm going to give you those this morning. Uh, four different thoughts here. Number one, as we look at the deity of Christ. In verse number 44, Jesus cried and said, He that believeth on me, believeth not on me, but on him that sent me. Hmm. What does that mean? That means this, that when I believe on Jesus, I believe on God. Amen. Jesus said, you're not believing on me, you're believing on God. See what was going on? And they were having trouble admitting that Jesus was God. They were having trouble understanding that Jesus came from God. Right. They were having trouble understanding the difference between the two. But see, Jesus was trying to illustrate to them, understand when we believe on Jesus, we believe on Jesus. And the Bible talks about having everlasting life. He's the one that gives us 
everlasting life. Jesus was trying to illustrate to them that when you believe on me, you're also believing in God. Yeah. And so you can't believe in me and not believe in God. It's impossible. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, that if thou shalt, shalt believe with thy heart. I'm not going to say it right. I'm going to have to read it. John chapter number, I mean Romans chapter 10 and verse number 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. So I have to confess that the Lord Jesus and then I need to confess that God raised Jesus from the dead. Now understand that Jesus, I have to believe that. When Jesus said when you come to me and you believe on me, you're not believing on me. You're believing on him. Right. Because who is the praise to? God. It's God. Right. Even Jesus didn't want to steal the praise away from who it needed to be belong to. He said, saying that you believe in Jesus means that you believe in God. God Jesus was not just a man. Come on, Rick. He was God. Amen. Jesus said, I and my Father are one. one. There are three that bear witness in heaven. 1 John 5, 7 says. Three. In the beginning was the Word. Yeah. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Yeah. Amen. Yes. The deity of Christ. Look in verse number 45. The Bible says, He that seeth me, seeth him that sent me. What does that mean? Oh, that means that if I see Jesus, then I've seen God. Yeah. That kind of diffuse many thoughts there. To behold God was to behold the Son of God. Yeah. Amen. Jesus said, if you believe on me, you believe on him. If you've seen me, then you've seen him. It proves the deity. Number two, the deliverance. Look in verse number 46. The Bible says, I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. What does a deliverance mean? Someone who has to deliver us. Someone who, who brings us up out of something. I believe it is, I, I think Jeremiah <coughs> that talks, and uh, I'm going to say this, an Old Testament prophet, because I can't remember, an Old Testament prophet talks about being brought out, up, out of the miry clay and, and setting his feet upon a rock to say, look, Christ brought me out of the darkness of sin. Christ saved me out of the darkness. Yes. He is the only one that can deliver you. I can't deliver you. This church can't deliver you. Those waters can't deliver you. Church membership can't deliver you. Jesus is the only one that can. Yes. Because he is the light of the world. And he can overcome the darkness. And he overcome the darkness. Yes. He's the only one that can save. He's the only one that can deliver. Look, he's the only one that can deliver me from my sin. That's right. If you struggle with sin today, the only one that can deliver you is Jesus. Amen. He is the one and only Come yeah. On, yeah. Yeah. that can deliver you. We've got this so messed up. What does it take for me to go to heaven? What does it take? Even Google knows what it takes to go to heaven. 
exactly what the Bible says. John 3, 3. Except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. You have to believe on Jesus and confess his thing and he can deliver you. Number one, Jesus teaches us the deity. Number two, Jesus teaches us that he can he's the only one that can deliver us. But number three, he, he also teaches us that there's damnation if you don't believe. Yes. Right. Right. In verse number 47, the Bible says that if any man hear my words and believe not, okay, listen, it's your choice. You can leave here today and believe what you want to believe. But everything I believe is based on this word. Okay, if there's ever a time in my life I don't believe something, if I believe something, it's going to be based on this word, okay? The morals, the standards, and things that I have in my life are because of what the Bible says. Yeah. All right? I believe this book from cover to cover, and I even believe the cover. Amen. Holy Bible. Woo. This is my book. Yeah. This is the law that I try my best to believe and understand this to be true. So if I believe it, if I believe one word, I need to believe every word. The Bible says, uh, not, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I believe every word, even the it, and the this, and the these, and the that. I believe every one of those words, those words to be true. I, I believe this book. You say, why are you talking about that? Look at verse number 7. You have a choice yes. to believe not. Yes. You don't have to believe it. You can leave here today and believe what you want. Come on. That's right. There's not one person in here that's going to hold you down, that's going to make you believe what I believe. Right. Not going to happen. It's your choice. But I choose to believe. I choose to believe when the Bible says it's right. It's right. It's right. And the Bible says it's wrong. It's wrong, regardless of my opinion. Yes. Myself, but the Father that sent me. He said, I'm not talking about myself. 
I'm not talking about how great I am. I'm not talking about who I, who I am and what I've accomplished. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about my Father who sent me. He gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. This word is God's word. Amen. What Jesus spoke on this earth was sent from God. Do you know what my message is today? Do you know what Jesus declared back then? Is the same thing that we need to declare today. Jesus saith unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Amen. That same message that Jesus preached was the message that was sent from God. That's what it says in verse number 49. It wasn't sent from anybody else. It was sent from his Father. That is the message. That is God's message, not mine. You say, well, you offend me because you preach. If I offended you, <laughs> truly I did not offend you. It's the word of God that has offended you. Amen. Because it's God's message. God, a commandment, verse 50, and I know that his commandment is life everlasting. What commandment is he talking about? Verse number 47, he says, He that believeth on me, believeth on, not on me, but him that sent me. What's that commandment? You know this. Do you know that God wants nobody in this room to go to hell? Do you realize that he doesn't want anybody in this world to go to hell? You say, well, man, there are some, sure, some people actually don't say the rest of those words, don't God's not standing in heaven saying, man, I've got to get my enemies back and I'm going to send them to hell. Even his enemies, he gives them a choice yeah. to choose yeah. heaven yeah. or hell. Yeah. You have that choice this morning. You say, well, I've already made my choice. Well, that's good. We'll be the type of Christian that doesn't just be afraid of what men might say. Worry about the praise of God. This message is the only message that this preacher is going to tell. You say, what do you mean? In 50 years from now, if God still has me here, you know what I'm going to still be preaching? Jesus only can take you to heaven. Yes, amen. This message has not changed. Since the beginning of time, it's Jesus and Jesus alone. Right. By faith are we justified. Amen. By faith in Jesus. Yes. By faith in the cross. Yes. So take what I've been given. What's God spoke to your heart? Christian that's more worried about the praise of man than the praise of God? Maybe you're fine in that front. But is there somebody you've not told about the gospel? Maybe there's someone that, that's hard towards the gospel and you want to pray for them. Man, I have a family member that I've really been praying for. I have a family member that's really been on my heart. I have a friend that's not saved. I need to pray for them. I don't know who he is. 
but maybe there's somebody there in that in your life that's like that. Maybe you're sitting here this morning. You said, "Brother Freddie, man, I have no idea if I can go to heaven, but I want to know." Then today, if you need that settled, the Bible is very plain, very simple, very understandable. me in spite of me. Lord, I pray also that if there's one in here today that doesn't know you, I pray that if there's one in here today that doubts their salvation, I pray that they get that settled this morning. I thank you for